All right, guys. It's time to take cover and hide from the impending alien attack. I'm Steven Sklansky. And I'm Kevin Ebner. And this is Loot Time. Go! Alright guys, so this is a very special episode today. Um, first, I, this is this is like a quarter of a century for us. This is our 25th episode. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to be in our on, uh, milestone, if, a you milestone will. if you will. So yeah. yeah, so this is pretty awesome. The other awesome part about it is we have our new sponsor, Hot Comics and Collectibles. Mm-hmm. And that's where we're recording today. Yeah. So if it sounds any different than my basement. It's because we're it's, not there. It's because we're not there. Um, I don't know if you can hear a basement, but but, but my dog, my dog's not here Bob's today. Not here. Yeah, Bob's not here today, so you unfortunately will not be able to hear him on today's podcast. I know he'll be so disappointed. Right. He's um, all sad and depressed. So we've uh, graciously decided then to take take some fun on. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that in mind, we have invited the GM of Hot Comics today on our show to talk about the invaders that will be taking over. Um, so welcome to the podcast, Mike Harmon. Hey guys, thank you for uh, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So your your podcast can rent a car now, right? Yes, okay. it's, it's pretty awesome. it's pretty awesome. I think you know? that's the one twenty five milestone. I think, that's, yes. I think that's kind of the last the last plateau you reach. Yeah. Yes, I know. It's kind of sad. There's really nothing after twenty five. Right. No. I remember a few episodes ago we gave our podcast just for its first beer. Oh, that that went really well. Look how quickly those four years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> four years and two. It's like dog years. Two months was four years. Right, the podcast. right. Um, So today, uh, this month's theme is um, Invaders for Loot Crate. Mm-hmm. Um, so very alien-oriented. Yes. Um, there's a lot of different aliens that we'll be talking about. Um, E.T. and Elf. No, no, no! Just kidding. That's that's <laughs> not who we're that's not who we're talking about today. Although they that's were the friendly version. Those are the, that's the friendly what version. What about Mac and me? Oh, oh my yeah. Gosh. There's a lot of aliens just out there. Seeing that kid in the wheelchair just go over the cliff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are so many friendly aliens out there. But but today the we're going to talk about Alien and Predator because mm-hmm. those are two of the franchises that we'll be seeing in this month's loot crate. Um, but first, uh, when do, when does everyone think aliens are going to be? Coming anytime soon, or you think like, uh, like when we'll see it as like a whole civilization, or because there's yeah. well, I mean, will they come to us, or are we gonna end up going to them? Because it seems like a lot of the alien movies we go to them. That's true. That's true. If we uh, if we increase the rate of our space travel development, right. maybe, maybe I don't know. Nothing surprises me these days. So well, well, you would yeah. have to be pretty close minded to think that we're the only ones. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's a vast universe. Right. Well, well so. Trump there does could... want to put war in space now, yes. so right. they might be coming yes. faster. There I mean, could be a whole you... Star Wars thing going <laughs> on over be. there. There could be. There could be. And we want to get involved. Of apparently. course. Or there of could course. be xenomorphs. Or mm-hmm. there could be predators. There could be. Yeah, or ET, whatever they were called. Yeah, I don't think yeah, they, I don't think ET was them. ever given a, a species name. Mm-hmm. He's just he's just ET. 
And, and <laughs> as we learned, I learned a while ago, Xenomorphs was just given. That was never actually spoken in it's, any it's of the alien It's spoken movie. in Aliens, but, but Xenomorph just mean, it means other form. Yes. It's, not, it's a blanket term in the alien universe used to describe any alien life form, not anything non-human, not, not specifically the aliens. Okay. It's kind of been co-opted by fandom as... As specifically the creature, but but that is not in fact the the case. In the movie, it just means any any alien, anything that isn't human. Okay. Yep. Cool. So, as we mentioned, uh, Alien is one of the franchises. So, uh, why don't we jump right in? Um, So, first, what we do on the podcast is we always tell people about it because if you're listening to this first time, obviously, Mm -hmm. Alien is an extremely old movie. And there's been more sequels out lately that you might have seen, but you may have never popped in the original. Sure. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll jump it off with a quick recap. Um, Alien. Um, so in deep space, uh, the crew of the commercial ship Nostromo is awakened from their cryosleep capsules uh, halfway through their journey home to investigate a distress call from an alien vessel. Um, the terror begins when the crew encounters a nest of eggs inside an alien ship. An organism from inside the egg leaps out and attaches itself to one of the crew members, causing him to fall into a coma. And then craziness ensues, ensues from after there. That, people die. And yeah, it gets it gets rather crazy. So this movie was made in 1979. If, um, 79. 79. Correct. So very. Old movie, but for what it was, it was, still holds up. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm actually. I was so glad you guys invited me on because Alien is my favorite movie of all time. I uh, specifically the first one. Um, yeah. I, I probably know more about the making of Alien than I do my own friends. I mean, it is. <laughs> I, it is. It is. I'm. It's, I honestly obsessed with it. It is. And all this, I think I know every frame of it by heart at this point. And I think one of the coolest things is all the special effects are all prop based. They're well, really they're all pra- there was no CGI. Pra- yeah, right, everything was practical. So they're all they're all practical. And the alien itself is just it is a marvel of of creature design. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. Uh, Alien, the movie itself is is I I think it is a perfect horror movie, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's a perfect example of just every everybody every element of film production coming together just perfectly. And you know? I'm I'm using the word perfect a lot. Yeah. But the sequence that they had like on the poster, like in space, no one can hear you scream, and mm-hmm. like that just for me that kind of like set the tone of that. It's. But I guess no one else was around either in space, so I don't true. know who was going to hear that's them scream. That's very true. That's very true. Um, yeah. So, so when did everyone see the movie for the first time? Obviously, '79. I wasn't born yet. You were you? I, I was. I was not. No, it came out in June of '79. I was born in July of 1980, so I, okay, I was not so even just, conceived when it know, came out. Close. But. So, so did you? Did your parents let you make you wait until the R rating to 17 to see it? Or no, I saw it. I saw Alien and Aliens uh, on the same day, and it would have been. I, I I saw Alien three in the theater when it came out in '93, and I had seen Alien and Alien at that point so I fairly recently so I, I think I saw them probably in 92 okay and I, I watched them I was homesick from school my mom <laughs> took me to the video store that's what I picked out to rent I watched them back to back and then I, I think I watched them back to back a second time I was just instantly and it was love it so it was love yep. at first sight you weren't like so freaked out that you're like oh crap I gotta I can't watch I'm gonna have nightmares, nightmares. No. I mean horror movies back then I don't necessarily think were 
as scary. And they, obviously this one wasn't as bloody or gory as no. any of the newer ones, so I, that might lead a little bit to it, it as but well. But it definitely got your heart rate. Yes. Alien, I think, is scary. I, I, Aliens, not so much. Aliens is more of kind of a thrill ride action yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. But Alien, I think it's so atmospheric. It still creeps me out when I watch it. <laughs> uh, some of those, just some of the, the Nostromo itself is scary. It's, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to be in there without an alien. It's yes. just, it's a, it's a creepy, I mean, it was called, a, it was, someone, I can't remember who said it looks like a cathedral in space. And I, I, yeah, I and it, from it, the it long does. shot, it, it yep. really, it really did. But obviously it was, it was a shipping or not a shipping, a, a, a towing, it a, it's a, a towing, towing vehicle. Yep. Yep. And so I think just the way it had to have been built was meant for that, because once you get a view of the inside, you saw all the other ships on the inside yep. and everything else. So I guess it was, I don't know if it's a practical spaceship. Obviously, from, for 79, all you had really was Star Wars at the right. time. So Star, Star Wars and Star Trek. Trek. So, yeah. I mean, the practicality of what a spaceship looks like was more imaginative yep. than it would have been nowadays, yep. where you kind of have an idea of what a spacecraft yeah. But they like. they did a good job, I thought, of making it look like something functional, though. Yes. And something something that you know there's exposed wiring and piping all over mm-hmm. the place and steam shooting out and yeah. Um, there's even a scene where there's water dripping from the ceiling and who you know you don't think of water on a spaceship. No, but, that uh, was definitely weird. Like when yeah. they got all wet, and I was like, well, is it raining so, on the inside? It's, okay, so it's supposed to be coolant. Yeah. It's supposed to be like a, a coolant. He's underneath the landing gear, and I. I don't know if it's something that uh, that is dripping from the landing gear or or what, but yeah, yeah it's supposed to be coolant from some maybe from the hydraulics. The and obviously everything system. has to be enclosed too, because if you're in space, you, yeah. can't, you can't have any can't open, have open exactly. holes. So that's that's another another part with walking around the spaceship. Obviously, it was built in a way where you wouldn't need to wear a mask or anything yeah. to breathe in space. So right. I think that's another aspect that would scare me in space too. Is like if there was this one slight little crack <laughs> or something. A pinprick, basically, yeah, you're it. done. That's, yeah, yeah. That's why that's why you have the airlock, and that's mm-hmm. why that's why they're trying to get the alien to mm-hmm. go into that because mm-hmm. that was the only way to get him off the spaceship. Yeah. Which was definitely weird to me as well because obviously it's a massive spaceship. I mean, you only see small parts of it, but it's a giant spaceship, and to see an alien, you know, an alien that large yeah you know to think oh my god that we know where it is or we need to hunt i mean i feel like it would take days to hunt the space yeah. to hunt the alien right. in the spaceship yeah yeah so the nostromo is not as big as you think because when most of the exterior shots you're seeing the actual refinery platform right yeah. the nostromo is it's there you of course if you really care you can find map detailed maps yes. of it online and it's i mean it, it's big but it's not you know, it's it's not as big as you it's think. big enough to give the alien places to hide, but small enough to be scary, knowing that that thing is in there with you around yeah. any corner. Yep. So did anyone have uh, what were their favorite parts? Like, you just pick one thing out that you're like, that just really was like my favorite part of the movie. Well, Kev, you didn't say when you saw it. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, I think I actually saw aliens first before I saw the first one. Um just because it was on TV? Yeah, or? it was on TV, and I was young, and I, it was, of course, the edited version. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, the days of video update and blockbuster, and you rent it and whatnot. But uh, I would say, for me, such since it's such a uh, uh, iconic pulp culture scene, 
anywhere you'd recognize it of the chest popper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, you, the guy's just like, he's eating, everyone's around the dinner table having a good time, and all of a sudden he starts coughing like he's choking, and then he starts, like, twitching on the table, and it just pops out. You saw spoofs of it in, like, space balls, and, but for me, I was like, like, holy shit, like, mm. that's it, like... Well, I just think it's funny that it breeds inside of you. Like, I think that's kind of the funny thing, too. You wouldn't expect a full-grown life form right. to just mm-hmm. breed inside you, like, and that's you... that's the host. I mean, I <laughs> the thing that kind of confused me is, like, okay, you got a bunch of eggs, and you mm-hmm. think, for, I mean, first you think, okay, that's where the aliens are going to come from. you got a nest of eggs. That's where the aliens are born. But no. you got the you face have, huggers. you got the yeah. face huggers, which is a completely different type of alien. Mm-hmm. That breeds the alien and then dies off. Yeah, like, it impregnates your body, but then, like, if you look at, like, the human anatomy of, like, your stomach and your intestines and bladder, and you've got, like, this, like, like, this foot long or, like, two foot long thing in your body that just bursts. Yep. Yep. It's not plausible, but it is, it's, it's scary and it's unsettling. Yeah. And it was that, I- that idea in general was what got the movie greenlit. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, because otherwise, I mean, it's, it's not an original story. It's no. just, it's a haunted house movie in space. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like, like when you see the nest of eggs, you're like, holy crap, they're just going to mm-hmm. burst all at once. And I feel like I want to know what happened to the rest of those eggs. Yeah, because like they only opened one. Well, that's that's why you have to watch Aliens. Well, I, yes, I know, but have you not seen it? No, I, I <laughs> like I like growing up. I just wasn't as interested in these movies as some of the other horror movies out there. I was more like Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. like that type sure. of horror. I didn't really get into the whole alien thing until like Independence Day '96. Like, okay, that's when I really kind of jumped into the alien type movies and then I kind of jumped in and watched a few here and there but Aliens just never caught my eye and I, I the only reason I saw Aliens was on HBO one night and I was like alright well, I've never seen it before I'll watch it and it was good it was fantastic and mm-hmm. I think I kept watching because it was Ridley Scott and yeah. I love Ridley Scott movies like all of them anything he makes it's just really good and it was really surprising to hear that he didn't make the sequels Yeah, like yeah, the was, first one went so well. Then it was like James, James Cameron. James Cameron did the second one. David Fincher did, did the yep. third. And they're, they're great directors, but it's, it's really weird that at least maybe the first three, once you get out of the nostalgia of it all and you start making the stupid sequels, yep. then you jump to different directors. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the first three were so iconic that why wouldn't the same director well you have to keep in mind film franchises are were still not a, a thing we're not really a thing at that point yeah. i mean beyond like planet of the apes and start uh star wars yeah uh it was you know sequels were still somewhat rare in the 80s well so. alien, between alien and aliens it was seven years so mm-hmm. i mean i guess i mean yep. I, I if i was just if it was this day and age Seven years can mean they're just trying to make it right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, taking their time with exactly. it. Taking their time. It's whereas a money back, grab. Yeah, mm-hmm. whereas back then, yeah, like you said, I mean, sequels weren't necessarily a Right. A it thing. wasn't. Now I, they're pumping yeah, out two years. and Yeah, movies weren't greenlit with a franchise in mind, yeah. which, they, which they are now. You know, the sequel's written before the movie's even out in the theater. Yeah, so. exactly. So, I mean, as far as, you know, with it being 79 and the special effects, I mean, they were good for the time. The one thing that confused me, at least by the alien special effects, is it made it seem more like a robot than it Mm -hmm. did an alien. When you saw the hands, you saw the web, you saw this, but when you got to his, like, 
like armor and even his like the second mouth that mm-hmm. comes out it yep. looks such like a robot it didn't look like a it's that's by design that's kind oh, of H- hr giger who designed the alien that's kind of biomechanoids are what he calls them that's kind of his shtick is his his oh, artwork wow. is all he's because he's a he's an airbrush painter by trade um this was the first movie that he'd well this was the first successful movie that he worked on but his his artwork is all about the fusion of of flesh and technology. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it was just really weird to see mm-hmm. see something more robotic. When you look mm-hmm. at a lot of other aliens out there, there's nothing robotic about it. Right. Is you know, and we'll talk about Predator later. But he obviously had technology that, that yep. he used, which obviously makes more sense if you're looking at more robotics. But in in an alien alien movie, you'd expect to see you know, just the alien and nothing else. So I thought that was kind of a weird thing. One thing I thought was cool is I remember seeing behind the the scene photos is that, uh, you know, looking at some of the statues on on the table, uh, (laughs) it was a man in a suit. It was a very tall... Very tall, very thin. Yeah, man that they use. And you're not seeing just like a head for one scene or a hand for another. It was like, it was a man in a suit that was running around. And and you could tell, you kind of tell. I mean, the, at least in the first one, you can kind of tell that, yeah. that maybe were ill-advised and haven't aged well, especially when it gets mm-hmm. blasted out the airlock. Yeah, you really get a good look at the suit. Yeah, you can tell. You it's, can tell it's yeah. a guy. very much a guy in a in a rubber suit. But. I mean, I, I still think you could do it these days, but everything's so CGI and green mm-hmm. screen. So you got a guy in a green suit pretending to be the alien. Yeah, right. So I mean, well, look- I. Look how good they do, like, the Iron Man suits nowadays. Yeah. They yeah. could pull it off, but I'd still prefer the practical effects. I do, effects. too. Because in, in Alien Covenant, they use a CG yes. alien, and it yep. just doesn't, doesn't work. It just doesn't it work just right. It just doesn't look right. Yep. Yeah. It's, so, I mean, it, it's kind of, obviously, that's the way everything wants to go these mm. days, because the technology exists, so why do it? But there are still directors and that people choose. out there that choose to Christopher Nolan. Yep. yep. They uh, want to use practical. J.J. Abrams yeah. uses yep. practical whenever. And that's really what CG should be for is used to augment practical effects or just when you absolutely can't do something in right. camera. Like yep. last resort. Is it price-wise? Uh, like, is it just cheaper to do? I think it's cheaper, faster, and easier to, yeah. to do CG. Yeah. And so that's why when you watch some movies, it looks like garbage. And then you watch yep. some movies and you know it looks good yeah. like mm-hmm. it's, it's done correctly mm-hmm. yeah so um the other thing with alien um was the robot ash, oh, ash and is great. Yeah. like it was so funny watching the whole movie i definitely did not think he was going to be a, i did not think he was going to be a robot and honestly when he started sweating white mm-hmm. i was like oh like remember i saw this for the first you know first time i thought yeah. i thought he was going to be an, an alien. Sure. Like I thought he was going to be an alien mm-hmm. in a human suit or a clone or whatever yeah. when he started when he started sweating well, white. And well, I was, yeah, it's interesting. And I'm sorry, I keep. Oh, no. I don't mean <laughs> to keep dominating. No, it's no, interesting though that you've got a you've got a mechanical alien and you have a very organic looking <laughs> robot because yes. when they intestines and yeah. yeah yeah like that was so weird, especially when his head came off and like you saw like just the tubes and yep. like why does he? I, I mean, I guess it could be coolant or whatever, but why did he need blood? Why, or why does he have why does, why does he have to sweat? Yeah, it's right. lube, lube or coolant or <laughs> yeah. something. Like, I, it's supposed to be blood, I think, because Ripley has like hit him at that point. Yeah, because if he sweats blood, they're gonna notice right away. Or if he sweats white, they're gonna notice right away that he's not human. So I guess with him not sweating in space either could have. Because everyone else yep. is running around and getting all 
sweaty. Exactly. I would've I would have questioned it right away. Like, like why wait, is that wait guy a not sweating? Right. Yeah. There's gotta be something there. Something's fishy. And obviously he was on his you know, he was the guy that told everyone, okay, we gotta go check out this ship. Yeah. And you know, it's the same thing we'll talk about in Predator. Like it seems like in a lot of alien movies, it's deception. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, we have to go check out this distress call because it's in our contract and yeah. and blah blah blah. But obviously he knew the whole time that there was aliens right. in space. And I just thinking of the rest of the crew, why would they go along with it? I mean, <laughs> I guess well, stupid it's, idea. it's in the it's it's in kind of some throwaway dialogue at yes, the beginning like of the, the movie. Contract but, and well, they, and they get bonuses. They get yep. they get cash bonuses if they, you know, if they go investigate this or or rather they don't get their bonus if they don't go yep. investigate. And I like how when they get off the ship and go to the alien spacecraft and they're like we shouldn't be doing this. Why are we doing this? Let's yep. go back in. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's all about yep. money with this exactly. guy. That's what it comes down to. Exactly. Yeah. So one of the other things I, I wrote down specifically because I thought it was funny. So the cat. Mm-hmm. First, I want to know how they even got a cat in space. Why they never mentioned the cat before. It's just there. And why was it just locked in a box? Who locks a cat in a box? Uh, yeah, there is. So, well, Jones, Jones is there through the whole movie. I mean, well, yes, you can, you can, yeah. he sleeps with Ripley. He's there when they wake up. Um, he is ostensibly on board the ship to catch mice. Uh, that oh, that when they're you know when they're when they're building these ships and you know they have to take off from somewhere right yeah. basically that mice and rats are everywhere including in spa- in space I and guess so is the, the other thing I was trying to figure out what year was Alien what the the movie what, it's what just sometime was? in the distant future okay, they've like, they've since given it mm-hmm. it has since been is it like the set, 2200s it's, it's like or? it's like the twenty one it's like twenty one fifty or something oh, like that because yeah. that was like, it was just so weird that that there was just a cat yep. in space <laughs> yeah <laughs> I guess if you want a pet okay and I guess if she was going to be gone from Earth for bring it along a right. number of years then I guess that makes yeah well it's not even sort of... hers it's just on board it's, yes. it's the ship's cat she just happens to be the one who is most attached to it but no the the fan theory is that it's Ash that puts that puts Jones in the locker to keep, to stop it from trying to yep. attack the and then when it gets out I wrote alien. I wrote like is the cat and the alien working together because <laughs> I feel like every time someone gets killed with the cat he like the cat lured like obviously the cat ran away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the I can't remember the dude's name. Brett. Uh, yep, Brett. Brett. Yep. He was trying Harry to go ca- go catch him. Mm-hmm. And the cat's obviously sitting behind one of the one of the uh, towing pieces, and he's like looking at it like okay. Like he was like yeah. looking. You could tell he was like looking up. It's like okay, alien. Mm-hmm. The guy's down here. Right. Come I'm get him. Right. Like I yeah. feel like the whole and then and then at the end of the movie when Ripley went to go chase after the cat as well and then obviously the alien snuck into her escape pod. Yep. I felt like the cat was like okay, I'm gonna take I'm gonna <laughs> get her away from the ship so you can jump on right. board. Right. Like I felt like the cat was just in cahoots with the alien the whole time. <laughs> that is a yeah. That's a funny. That is an amusing observation. Like, just looking at it. Like, it was just very, very funny to me. There's a lot of stuff in in late 70s, early 80s movies where, obviously, it's something that they want to throw into the movie and and make funny. Obviously, you got to have a little bit of comedy in in a movie like this just to offset it. Yeah, exactly. It'd be all horror, but that's something that I took away that I thought was (laughs) just really funny. So, obviously, the sequels, there's been a lot of them and now there's been two prequels with Prometheus and Covenant Um, I was looking at you know the timeline to see when everything falls into place and one thing I do hate about the prequels is if you ever want to sit down and watch them in order you're like awesome CGI awesome CGI and then crap and then 
you know, you're like, oh my god, I step back in time. Yeah. And I feel like that might be, like, even in the Star Wars age, why a lot of people will watch the new ones, won't watch the middle ones, and then watch the end ones, because yeah. they just don't want to see the horrible special effects in the middle. I think they, um, yeah, I think they did a good job with Rogue One. Um, yeah. With with making it kind of match up the the set design and the the look of the movie match up, you know that you could watch it back to back with the yes. original Star Wars as long as you're aware that hey, this movie was made, um, you know, 35 years before Rogue One. The effects are gonna are gonna be a little cruder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, when I watched Covenant and then I watched Aliens, I was like, man, just it was just just felt. Yeah, yeah. But with Prometheus and Covenant, there was no attempt made to make it look like it could realistically be set prior to the the, I mean, they should have had like the green screen Apple computers that they have on board the Nostromo and no holograms and no mapping spheres and things. Because there really wasn't any of that in Alien. The technology was really primitive. And the fun fun thing about it was that's the technology they had at the time exactly. in 79. Yep. That's what the technology exactly. they had, so they so, used it. Right. And so I thought that was kind of kind of cool to mm-hmm. see that sort of stuff built into the ship. Um, if you play the Alien Isolation video game, they do mm-hmm. a fantastic at job. going back to of, the original. Of they, they did not, when designing the game, they wouldn't use anything that wouldn't have been available in 1979 mm-hmm. for the... The set builders to use so everything they call they call it a retro future, but everything yeah looks like it could plausibly be, be set in that. Yep, I remember playing in that game and just being scared as as it shit. Is scary like I remember sitting at the edge yeah. of my couch, like, okay, the aliens in this room. I'm hiding under this desk or I'm hiding under this this bed, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm watching them walking to this room. Even the slightest, like, am I under too far? Yeah. Or am I not in far enough? Yeah. Like, because yeah. it just, it grabs you and then it just... It's it, in, it's an intense game. I, I've played through it uh, two and a half times. Yeah. It's, it's, it, I love it. It made me sweat. Mm. Like, it was... Cool. It so, really puts yeah. you in the... Puts you in the It movie. does, yeah. yeah. Cool. So, one thing I did pull up, um, and normally I like pulling a few fun facts mm-hmm. out, out of it, because, you know, get gets more conversation going. So I pulled up 14 things you might not know about aliens. So, but it seems like you're so in depth. You're probably like, of course I knew that. Yeah. Um, but we're not going to do all 14 because that's going to take forever. But right. a couple that I did pick out, which were kind of cool. So Sigourney Weaver was paid only 35000 for the first film and then $1 million for the second one. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a huge well, leap. Yeah. Well, and her, her star had risen significantly. In seven yeah, years. Point. Yeah. Um, and they really saw, they thought she was the linchpin to making the movie. So they, she was kind of able to leverage that and ask for more money because they didn't want to do it without Ripley. Yes, you kind of have to, I mean, she was the sole, sole survivor, yeah. so you kind of have to right. have her involved. So there's a, there's a lot of KY jelly on set. Uh, on, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, everywhere in, in all of the Because that was the alien, that was the, the alien slime. Yep. So, uh, so I thought that was kind of uh, a, kind condoms of a, too, Kai. A lot, a lot of shredded condoms used for the tendons in its in its nice. mouth. Yeah, it I says like in the, case uh, the Freudian sexual nightmare of the creature designs <laughs> wasn't strong enough. Mm. So, uh, let's there see. There was one I saw. This one, this one's kind of cool. Yeah, the set where Alien Nest was found showed up in Tim Burton's Batman. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's that's, the that's, defunct that's, power plant station uh, called Action Lane or Acton Lane. Yep. And it had the right atmosphere for aliens and later appeared as Axis Chemicals, which is where Jack Napier falls into the acid. Yep. Comes the Joker. That's cool. 
So the, I mean, I've been to Hollywood and yeah. I've seen seen some awesome sets, mm-hmm. and I could see how they were they be, they can be doubled. It's actually kind of cool to see yeah. all that stuff. Like I was on the set for uh, the where the White House was for 13 days, mm-hmm. but it's also the same mm-hmm. set where they were filming Criminal Minds, so they kind of okay. doubled doubled up. So I thought that was kind of cool, nice. where how they can utilize different sets for different things. And I mean. Let's see. So eighty, yeah. So eighty-seven was Tim Burton's Batman. So uh, eighty-nine. Right? Yep. So I could see how. Yeah, it's only a three-year three three year difference. Year so you difference, could yeah. why tear it down? Why not uh, reuse it? Reuse yep. it. Reuse and recycle. Okay. Part of the reason Aliens is so good is that James Cameron used the Terminator as practice. Yeah. So, and Terminator was a fantastic. It was fantastic mm-hmm. movie. And I guess since James Cameron did the second one, yeah. You can't go wrong with uh, Ripley in a, a mech suit taking on the Queen exactly. either. That was yep. pretty sweet. That was inspired, yeah. Get away from her, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the creepy derelict ship was the same one used in the first Alien. Uh, yeah. Yep, they so. did reuse the, the model. Yeah. So, I mean, why not? Recycle. Reuse. Mm. Ooh, Sigourney Weaver didn't want to use a gun. No, she's she not notoriously anti-anti-gun. Um, in fact, that's the reason for years there were no Ripley action figures using her likeness because she didn't oh. want kids playing with a toy of her with guns. Mm. Mm. And she eventually they offered her enough money that she relented. <laughs> so you can buy will, uh, yeah, <laughs> two dozen different Ripley figures, but for years they they existed. They just looked nothing like her. Yeah. Well, she was okay with the flamethrower. She yep. was okay with burning the yep. alien alive as long as he didn't yep, exact, shoot, it. shoot at it. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Uh, let's see, and last, James Horner had three weeks to write the score. Wow, that's it. Reuses he had done Star Trek two, um, and if you go back and watch watch Star Trek two and Aliens back to back, he actually reuses a lot of the Star Trek two score. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I guess having three weeks to write it just it's not enough time and a lot of pressure. No, yeah. especially when you're using actual like orchestra, you know, orchestras right. yeah. to do it all. You got to yeah. have time, get them all together, and you know, I like when what was it? It was. Uh, not Guardians of the Galaxy. What did they do the full score of last for Marvel out in uh, Hollywood for the premiere? It wasn't Avengers, was it? Where they had the they actually had an orchestra, like a live ad, orchestra playing playing the during score. during the actual that's screening. Cool. That's very. And cool. I was like, that's really awesome, especially you know when you have to have timing just right to match mm-hmm. up with what's mm-hmm. on the yep. screen. I feel like. I mean, not to say that orchestra people can't be nerds, right? But I feel like you'd have to almost be a nerd to understand when you need to play music because you know especially mm-hmm. if you're reading the the, the, the music sheets the music or, sheets or something like that you kind of have to know what's going on yeah to make sure you're playing it right and i'm guessing if i had to take a shot in the dark they got to see the movie weeks before yeah. everyone oh, yeah, else absolutely. to practice yeah, it right. oh of course because you want to make sure that your instruments are tuned you don't want like a squeak on a yeah no, and usually or, the film is being projected while they're playing, recording yes. the score so they can you know they can play along with the action on screen see, see that so. that's what makes me want to bust out my clarinet again yes they're exactly. enjoying a band exactly. so i could see movies see, see way movies. before <laughs> everyone else yeah yeah <laughs> so that's cool all right so um, we're going to take a small break here and silence my phone because right. <laughs> no more because we don't want sound. But um, since now we do have a have a sponsor, we're going to give out a secret code. Um, and this is going to be for we're going to be doing a giveaway. I guess it's up to Mike if we want to do a discount this month or if he wants more time to think for the next 
next no, we podcast. Can, we can do a, a discount this month. That's, cool. That's fine. Um, so I brought, um, for some stupid reason, Loot Crate decided to send me a second Loot Crate for January, um, which came comes with a pair of Harry Potter socks, a Rick and Morty t-shirt, a pin from Westworld, and a figure from Westworld, if you guys have seen that. Nice. Um, and so I thought we, we would do it as a giveaway. Um, so we're going to house this at the New Hope um, comic book store. So if you want to come by and take a look at it, I'm sure Mike will take pictures and yeah, post we'll it on Facebook, it on and, Facebook and maybe do too. like a poster at the other two store. Or not a poster, but just like a sheet of paper that has, yeah. has a picture of it. And then everyone can enter. Um, on um, our website, uh, LooptimePodcast.com. Um, and then we're, I think we're going to do the uh, secret word was uh, Ripley. Yep. Um, as a secret word for this secret code. Now, the other thing the code can be used for, um, aside from the contest, is a discount. Maybe we could do alien-related items inside your that, store. That sounds very good. Yeah, I think that's a, yeah, it, that's a great idea. Do we, do we want to tell people, or do we want to give it a few days to muster, and I'll put it on the website with um, the discount? Yeah, let me, let me think about it. We're, we're going to do something, but I'm not, okay. I'm not quite sure So, so yet, keep an so. eye on the Facebook page, yeah. on Hot Comics Facebook page, our Facebook page, Blue Time website, um, for what that'll be. Now, I did notice, I was actually checking out your new website that you guys have, yeah. and I saw on the upper side you can enter a discount code. Is yep. that something we would be able to do for these people in the future? Like, if I, obviously we want people yes. out of the state to listen to us. Yep. Yeah, so that is absolutely someone, something we'd okay. be able to work so out. So if someone not in the state of Minnesota or very close to a hot comics right. is listening, because I know we have fans in Wisconsin. We actually have fans from Canada now. Yeah. Which is which is kind of cool. So obviously That's they're awesome. not they're not going to drive. From thousands Canada. of miles. Right. Well, I, I mean, if they want to come visit you guys at, at Hot Comics, I yeah, think no, that, that would be that would that be great. They but can we, do it. We but do do mail order stuff too. Exactly. So, yeah. so um, I did notice on the website that you guys had to enter a discount code. So something in the future we got we can do for the website so people out of the state can get these discounts. Absolutely. Cool. So uh, Ripley, we'll mention it at the end of the podcast too. But Ripley is the code word for this month and. Uh, um, Maybe I'll take variations, but I think it's spelled R I P L E Y. Yep. So we'll we'll go with that. But if you misspell it, I think we'll we got the idea. We got the idea. So so for the yeah. people so for the people that are in the state of Minnesota that do visit Hot Comics, there's one in New Hope, there's one in Jordan, and there's Richfield. one in Richfield. Yep. Um, so if you guys do come, talk to the cashier, whoever's there, say Ripley, and they'll give you a discount on whatever alien-related items you bring up to the counter exactly. for that day. All right, so we're going to move on to uh, an alien that came to Earth mm-hmm. instead of uh, going into space to find aliens, um, and that is Predator. Um, and I just rewatched Predator. It's been probably ten years since I've <laughs> sure. seen it, so I wanted to rewatch it and get get uh, my mind. And I, it was kind of interesting. I didn't re- I remember from the beginning where the the Predator spacecraft mm-hmm. ex- basically explodes off and lands on Earth. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, I just. For some reason, thought Predator was already on Earth. Maybe just kind of going into thinking about it, but seeing that it landed on Earth in yeah. the middle of the rainforest, no less. Uh, I think it was Colombia or Cambodia or one of those locations. Yeah, I think it's Colombia. It's it's uh, it's Ooh. definitely well. South it says America. Central America. Yep. Well, here, here. Okay, we'll we'll give you guys a so Predator, 1987. So nine years after. So we'll get to the Alien vs Predator later. But um, so it, this was actually made nine years after. Alien was made, so save that for later. So it's a science fiction action horror film directed by 
John McTiernan and written by brothers Jim and John Thomas. Stars Arnold Schwarzenegger. Doesn't say it on here, but it also starred uh, Apollo Creed, which was kind of cool. Carl Weathers. Carl, Carl yeah. Weathers, yeah. Jesse Ventura. Yeah, yep. Jesse Ventura, Minnesota native. Um, so they were uh, leader of an elite military rescue team on a mission to save hostages in the guerrilla-held territory in an unspecified country in Central America. Uh, Kevin Peter Hall co-stars as the uh, antagonist, a technically advanced uh, form of extraterrestrial life secretly stalking and hunting the team. Predator was written in 1984, mm-hmm. so it took three years to put together, mm-hmm. under the working title Hunter. Um, fin, uh, the film ran from March to June in 1986, and the creature effects were designed by Stan Winston. So, nice. Predator. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. I mean, it was a it was a good movie. I mean, I don't think it was my favorite alien movie. It's got some good, <clears throat> excuse me, one liners. Yes, it does. No, I <laughs> I nowhere near. I, I don't it. I don't love Predator nearly as much as I do Alien or Aliens. But having said that, I do still I do still love it. I yes. I, uh, I actually like Predator two more than Predator. It I'm, seems like that's yep. uh, yeah. Danny yep. Glover, I think, made that movie. But, um, I, think, I think that was like right after his le- original Lethal Weapon, so he was kind of hot at the time. Yeah, and you wanted to put him in. But I mean, the original Predator, once again, deception reigns. Mm-hmm. You know, the CIA was like, "Oh, you got to go rescue a senator," and crashed in the middle yep. of Central America. Yep, exactly. Only Carl Weathers knows what's going on. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Which I thought, and, like, he didn't lead anything on really the whole film. He's like, why? And he didn't even say it. Like after rewatching, he didn't say this is why we came here. No. Like he didn't spill his guts or anything. Even when Arnold Schwarzenegger was strong iron him. Well, well, it's because they're there to they're they're there to assassinate somebody. He doesn't know about the alien yes. either. But I mean, there is still deception. What these guys think they're going in to rescue hostages, and they're actually just being used to assassinate. These gorillas, yep. yeah, and and it's just so funny that the alien just happened to land in yep. the exact in same, same location. Yep. See, originally I thought it was going to be like, is he knew an alien spacecraft landed, and that's why he was going. Right. That's what I originally thought, and he was using the cover story of the gorillas right. to go hunt the alien because obviously he knew his old team. They're the first team that they sent in there died. Yep. And so I just assumed, oh, they're going to hunt the alien and we need another elite team yep. to go in. Right. Um, that is not the case. It's just a very <laughs> odd coincidence. Yes, I know. Just <laughs> And just one alien. I mean, he didn't come as a team of predators either. It was just right. one. So, he's on safari. Yeah, like, I, on vacation. I felt like, yeah. I felt like yep. this guy was, the, okay, the predator was so into collecting skulls. Yep. That why didn't he do the CIA a favor and kill all the all the gorillas? Right, he probably would have if they if they'd left it alone. <laughs> right. So he must have just landed. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the only thing I could think of. Is the yeah. predator literally just landed? He lands as... in time to kill the first team and skin them basically, yes. and and he probably would have moved on to the to, to the, the gorillas, gorillas if, eventually. If mm-hmm. Dutch and <laughs> Dutch and his guys hadn't shown up. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, we'll take out these guys first. Yeah. And I mean, they, the the gorillas were heavily armed. They probably mm. could have taken out that predator. Yeah. I mean, there was like well, what, like fifty gorillas? Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. He's pretty adept at avoiding, you know, avoiding firearms. Yes. So, I don't know. I he's, mean, he does get hit by the the giant machine gun. He does. Yeah. So I mean, he's he's definitely if it bleeds, we can we kill, can it. kill yes. it. So yeah. I mean, they definitely had that mentality, and to have the cloaking and. I mean, the it heat was vision. the heat yeah. vision, but all he could see was heat vision. That was like right. the weird it was, thing. Yeah. It was, Arnold was pretty lucky to find out that if he exactly. encased himself with mud that he couldn't see him and exactly. got the upper hand. And 
and mm-hmm. I mean, it was kind of cool to, to for him to kind of it clicked in his mind, like, yeah. like oh shoot, wait, he can only see heat in, vision. in heat vision, yeah, which I think is kind of weird for an alien, nonetheless. Well, I mean, maybe not. I guess their eyesight can it's, be different than ours. I mean, mm, I guess. Well, I, and, but is it a function of his helmet, though? Is that is that how they always see, or is it is it more of like a like an. Uh, you know, like how we use night vision or, you know, we have Could night be. vision goggles. Yeah. I mean, I guess when he took off the mask, he aside from eyes. looking completely ugly, he, <laughs> he, he has... had eyes, but, it, but but his vision was red. Yeah. Which was really weird, which means I, I, t- I took it as like, you can only see heat mm-hmm. at that at that point. Right. And he, in, in a fight with Arnold, he kind of took him, but I still feel like he just couldn't see him as well yeah, as and, he and that, that certainly could be, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. In, in a fight, I guess, heat signature, good or bad, I, I probably would, you know, not want to be only to see in heat vision, especially if the person catches on. Well, if you're fighting enough. a guy covered in mud, then yeah. You, yeah you, it's you, not going to do you any good. Right. But uh, it works pretty well up until that point. <laughs> and, so. it, and it's good enough that the water destroyed mm. his cloaking or his uh, camouflage. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't matter if you're you, he can't see you. If you can't see him, exactly, it's not even worth it's it. It's not a fight. It's yeah. just... And I like how the Predator got so pissed off and just started shooting mm-hmm. his rockets just randomly yep. all over the place. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, God, I wish I could find Why this a guy. Human being. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I were him, I'd be like, I know this guy is pissing me off a lot, but I feel mm-hmm. like I'm just going to ditch him. I'm sure there's other people in this woods I can right. take on. I don't have right. to deal with this. And I feel like Arnold also was the only person that can get shot with one of his things mm-hmm. and survive. And survive, yeah. Like, everyone else, it burns through what? their skull, burns through their like chest. Like, it blows Carl Weathers' arm off, and, yes. and Arnold gets shot in the shoulder, shoulder. like, in the same spot, and right. he's just fine. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Arnold does he's the Terminator. Of weight. He's the Terminator. Right, yes, yes, yes that's true. <laughs> there was, there was true. actually a crossover there that we right. didn't realize. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, he turned into it, so, I mean, the cast was phenomenal. I mean, yeah. For yeah. what they had at the time, I mean, it's it's a great collection of like 80, 80s action movie character mm-hmm. actors. I mean, yeah. everybody. Sonny Landham, who plays Billy, is who is in a yeah. million action movies. So is Bill Duke, who plays uh, Mac. I mean, yeah. you see them. Shane Black himself, the the screenwriter, he he co-wrote it with the the two guys yeah. you mentioned. He's uh, he's Hawkins, the guy who's always cracking jokes. Yeah. <laughs> the pussy jokes. Yeah. Oh, that that is that is probably my favorite part of the movie. Actually, is, is the joke he tells Billy that I probably shouldn't say on the yes. show. But yeah, that's yeah. We try to keep the you know that's, uh, loot time podcast because of the echo. Hours. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But no, I mean it's and to have to see like Carl Weathers in it too was really funny. Just mm-hmm. to see him on the screen as something other than Apollo Creed, right? You know what I mean? Because yeah. yep. obviously you don't want to be pigeonholed into a you know typecasted exactly. Movie. And he played a fairly. I mean, he was definitely the scrawny guy of the group. Like he didn't. No, didn't I think I think Shane, Shane Black's the scrawny yeah. guy. I mean, when when he and Arnold do the handshake at the beginning, and oh, there's yeah. just the biceps like fill the screen. I mean, <laughs> Carl Weathers is pretty huge. He so, is, yeah. but but he he, did, he didn't have the wanting to fight. He's, like he he right. fell down. He always yeah. Like, yeah. I felt like he was more of a suit. Yep. Than a yep. than an actual military. Oh yeah, guy. he's supposed to be a CIA yep. like CIA guy. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I could have done without him but i don't know i mean he played the part well 
Yeah, they yeah, yeah, like very him. well. I like him. I mean, even if that doesn't ultimately have much of a bearing on the the rest of the movie. Yeah. It, yeah. So, I, so I wrote down sequels. Obviously, with Air, Alien has a ton of sequels. Predator. Can I can I give you guys two two yeah. things? Maybe you didn't know about Predator. Ooh. Ooh. So the Predator is played by Kevin Peter Hall, but originally. He was played by Jean Claude Van Damme, and, really? and Van Damme is in fact still in like two shots in the movie in the <laughs> in the suit. But he was he was too small, and he was apparently under the impression when he signed on that his face would be visible. Uh, I don't know why he thought that. Well, but, uh, well that wasn't his face. Yeah. the predator thought, body with just his yeah. face. Like, <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> um, the other kind of neat thing is Stan Winston did. Predator was starting work on Predator at the same time he was finishing up Aliens, oh, and no. uh, it was actually James Cameron who designed the dreadlocks for oh, the for Predator because the they were on a plane together, and he was like, "Hey, Jim, I'm really having a hard time cracking how to make this." I always thought this that was creature, weird to this have. creature look, and Cameron said, oh, "Here," he started drawing on his sketchbook and just drew some dreadlocks well, on it. I feel like with the was... mask, the, with the mask, the dreadlocks work. Yeah, without the mask. The dreadlocks do not work. They, they look just. Eh, don't you know, it's look become right. it's become so iconic now that well, I yes. guess I, I guess I don't have that but, reaction. But, but the predator didn't look like he even had hair. You take off and see the mask from. Well, his, they're tentacles. I mean, they're not really dreadlocks. Well, they just they just look like question. dreadlocks. You, uh, you could you could take the plasma cannon off. You can take his blades, but if you get whiplash by his dreadlocks, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah, that could. I guess that is a decent <laughs> yeah. weapon. All right. So so yes. Yeah, sorry. So. The sequels. Uh, so I mean, obviously, you're getting you're getting more and more far away from the main storyline, mm-hmm. and then then you get Alien vs Predator, oh. which I I still like. I was reading an article which I was thinking we'd talk about today, but I didn't really want to jump into it. But sure. everyone was like, how Alien and Predator got in the same story just doesn't make sense. There's no reason. Like, okay, so I was looking for at the other verses mm-hmm. and you had Freddy versus Jason. Yeah. Not a mm-hmm. great movie, but at least it, but makes, it makes sense. sense. Yeah. Well, how it happened was it started out as a comic book and oh. Dark Horse had the rights to Aliens and the rights to Predator because they were both 20th 20th century Fox properties. Mm-hmm. So someone just pitched it in a board meeting. They were trying to come up with two with with a new, you know, blockbuster comic to pitch and someone just shouted out Alien versus Predator. Good um, idea. You know, I think it would have worked more if it was like an animated movie than yeah. than if it would have been a live. It works action. great as a comic book. I don't think oh, it ever yeah. needed to be a movie. And if it was a movie, it should have been set in the alien in the future in the aliens. Yes, timeline, not in the involving general, like yes. the colonial marines yeah. from aliens. It 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 yep. doesn't work having aliens on Earth doesn't work. Mm-mm. No. Um, having the Predator in the Arctic doesn't work, work yes. because we're told in every other movie that they that they only come to tropical locations. Yes. Right. I don't it, think it, heat I don't think his heat well, his heat vision would work. It would really work great well in, in the Arctic, Arctic. But, yeah. but but they don't like the cold. In fact, maybe they can't even survive in the cold. Yes. We're, we're told, you know, maybe they they come from a tropical world or something, yeah. but mm-hmm. we're we're told specifically that they only come to tropical heat. And, you know, warm locations. You get the sense of that in the 2010 film Predators is that they kidnap humans and it's a tropical world. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, which is an interesting storyline in itself for that movie. Yeah. But yeah. And now you have the new Predator coming out. The Predator. The Predator. Yeah. At the end of September. I mean, the cast, I do like the cast. 
I think they're trying to make it a little bit more comical than horror. Well, they've got Shane Black back, who wrote the co-wrote the first movie. Mm -hmm. Um, This is the first time he has worked on the franchise since the first movie. Yeah. Now, now I guess I haven't. I've seen the trailer, but I guess I haven't read much on it. Is it considered a sequel, or is it just considered a remake? No, it is. It is a sequel. It is. It is apparently the events of Predator and Predator Two, at least, are are at least vaguely referenced. Okay. Okay. It is a sequel. I don't know. I don't think it's going to acknowledge Alien versus Predator. I mean, those have been pretty much wiped out of continuity <laughs> yeah. by Prometheus and Covenant yeah. anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if it'll... Because Predators takes place on an alien world, there, yeah. there's no reason for that to get brought up at all either. But I, I think it is a sequel to the first two movies. Okay. Well, it'll be at least, it, at least decent. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's nice to see, too. I, can't, I don't know the actor's name, but he was on Narcos, and he played... Uh, the villain in Logan, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and oh, now he's in this movie. Yeah, I, Boyd. It's something. Yeah. Boyd. Boyd is Kirk, his first name. Or Boyd. Yeah, it's Boyd Holbrook, something. It's Boyd Holbrook. That's his name. Yeah. 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 It's it's nice that he's getting into these big motion pictures. Yeah. Yeah. For uh, sure. But you have um, uh, Thomas Jane is in it too. I've I've always liked a lot. Yep. Him in 1922, I think, was the film which was fantastic on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. yeah. And then I think it's I think Olivia Munn's in it too. She is. Yeah. And then Keegan Michael Key is in it. That's gonna be interesting. Really weird. I know who he is. Uh, uh, Keegan Peel. Keegan Peel. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I thought that was kind of weird bringing him in there as yeah. well to add more of the comedic side to it. What? And I think both those guys, like Jordan Peele did Get Out, and I thought it was really weird that he did a horror movie. Yeah. And so I think which maybe... Was, which great. was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I just think it's so weird that these directors now that have all done comedy in the past are starting yep. to do jump into horror. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Like uh, John Krasinski did, yep. did, did The uh, Quiet Place. Quiet Place, yeah. Which those aliens were all about hearing. Yes, yep. exactly. So I just think um, that was like just really interesting that a lot of comedy actors yeah. are starting to do horror. Well, and Shane Black is definitely more of a comedy writer. He writes action comedies, which mm-hmm, is what yeah. I expected this he to be. Did he did the Nice the, Guys with uh, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. He did. He did the first Lethal Weapon. Uh, he did Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That was um, such a great movie. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's it's kind of the the bantery action comedy is yeah. kind of is kind of what he does. So I expect a lot of this from yeah. in, in the Predator. And I just hope it doesn't go too over the top. I know they're probably mm-hmm. writing it like that, but mm-hmm. I just hate movies that they're just doing it for the giggle, laughs and mm-hmm. giggles, right. and then they just go over the top. Where obviously, yes, it's not going to be realistic, but there's a line you can draw where it shows realistic yeah. or over the top realistic. Mm-hmm. And so if they do it right. Hopefully, yeah. Because yeah. what's the premise of this movie? Like, it's the predator is goes up against like a mega predator. I think so. I'm I'm kind of trying to not spoil it too much. So I I, I know what we've seen in the trailers, yeah. and that mm-hmm. is about it. But yeah, it does appear to be. But that was kind of the plot of Predators too. Was that you had these super predators who mm-hmm. hunted, you know, <clears throat> the, the hunted the original predator. predator yeah. um, but and I so I. I don't know, but there there are lines in the trailer about genetic modification, like the predators are experimenting on themselves or something. So, a freak so, accident, and this thing gets loose. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm interested to see what it what it what it's about because I really right. have I don't have much. Well, this of an idea. Says, I like the look of the poster too. Yeah, yeah. So this says from the outer reaches of space to the small town streets of suburbia. Oh. Okay. The hunt comes home. 
The universe's most lethal hunters are stronger, smarter, and deadlier than before and have genetically upgraded themselves with DNA from other species. Ah, okay. Well, let's hope they didn't take the DNA from an alien. Exactly. Let's, yeah. let's just hope they and didn't do then. that. <laughs> and then uh, when a boy accidentally triggers their return to Earth, only a ragtag crew of ex-soldiers and a disgruntled science teacher can friend the end of the human race. But how, how does a little boy do that? I don't know. I he, well, he appears to, to find for, some, right. something that was left behind. Um, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah, so September 14th. You imagine, like, put this in perspective, if this happened now, like, what if, like, predators came to Earth? What would you guys do? Like, how would you guys... I'd probably be dead. (laughs) Well, maybe not, because the the predator only attacks armed targets. Yes. Right. So... So as long as you don't have so, a weapon in your hand. You're okay. Yeah, see, unless but, you get caught in the but crossfire. But see, that's America, right. though, right now. Yeah. America wants to hold weapons. Yep. So exactly. Every, that's that's okay. why everyone's like, keep our guns. Like, Everybody would be effed if Well, that's if, fine. If that's fine. We will, we will uh, survive yes. and be, befriend the aliens. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Predator 2, wasn't there, like, a scene of, like, a homeless man in the alleyway? Like, well, did he kill him? He's a drug he... lord, and, okay. he, and he has he has a sword cane that he, <laughs> yeah, that he, tries, right. to, he tries to attack the Predator with. So he is armed. Okay. Yeah. Any type of weapon. Well, then there's yeah. nothing to worry about. Just keep your yep. Nerf guns away, exactly. too. That'll be, right. Uh, so. Keep your keys at bay, mm-hmm. you know. That... Yep. <laughs> yep, you will Anything be just Anything that can be used as a weapon. And see, I work at the airport, so I have a nice list of things that can be used. Sure. Oh, in, yeah. sure. Exactly. So gotta, yeah. Don't hold these <laughs> these items items yeah. on me. All right. So that that's fun. This is this has been amazing. Yeah. So let's let's close it out with a bang. So as we mentioned earlier, uh, secret code to win the prize is Ripley. Mm-hmm. Um, so come into any of the hot comics. We'll have flyers and everything that'll state yep. all these. So if you forget, you can go to lootimepodcast.com. Um, so we'll come up with a uh, discount amount on alien items. Um, and then that secret code to go to the website to win the prize, I'll put up on, uh, so it'll start September 1st. Yep. So September 1st to, uh, I wrote eight, so we'll, we'll change that to a nine, September, (laughs) September 15th. I'm going to close it down at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time because we have to have at least some general understanding of when we're going to turn it off. And like I said, you can enter on lootimepodcast.com. Um, I'm sure Mike will throw a link up on the Hot Comics website to, uh, on funnel you guys to that locale um so come to hot comics get some awesome stuff obviously new comics on wednesday they have t-shirts figures uh old school awesome stuff from like way back nostalgia nostalgia yeah and we get new i mean we get yeah we new comics are out every wednesday but i'm buying from you know private collections almost almost every day so there's we have a ton of new stuff filtering through here all yep. the time so come get new stuff and maybe eventually when my collection gets way too big to handle i'll, I'll come deliver <laughs> some of it to to one of the shops and you guys can come sift through my awesome stuff um so you can find us on social media at loot time pod on instagram and twitter you can find us um under loot time podcast on facebook you can contact us via our via our website at uh loot time um, or at loot time at yahoo.com Everyone's always like, Yahoo, why do you have that? But that's what we decided to sign up for. Actually, nice. Loot Time, Loot Time was only available on, on yeah, Yahoo. Well, so by default. By default, was... that's kind of where I had to go. Sure. Um, so, but you can, on our uh, contact page, you can always send us uh, tidbits on what you like about our stuff. Um, if you guys want to be a guest on our show, tell us why. 
Um, hopefully, you know, once a month we get someone from Hot Comics that likes our stuff to jump on a podcast and for sure. talk mm-hmm. about it. Maybe those guys from Jordan will just stay down there and don't want to <laughs> drive up for this. But uh, but we got two inner we got two suburbs here that will like to jump jump on. Yeah, so. absolutely. And everyone at Richfield likes the idea of our podcast, so they'll awesome. probably. Uh, They'll yeah, probably want to there, jump there are on some too. good good guys there to come on the show for sure. So, Mike, where can people find you and or Hot Comics? Um, well, I am no longer on social media, um, but you can find me at uh, basementofsleaze.com, which is my currently inactive blog where I write about old horror, horror and exploitation movies. Um, but I have uh, three years worth of archived entries, so please go check them out. Um, hot Comics, you can find us at uh, hotcomicsandcollectibles.com and uh, Hot Comics and Collectibles on Facebook. Awesome. So uh, make sure you go to Facebook and like us on Twitter and Instagram. Share everything you see about us with all your friends. Um, we'll start posting stuff on Hot Comics' feed as well, so that way you, all 3,400 of your followers can see our stuff yeah which will be awesome absolutely so until next time i'm steven sklansky i'm kevin hebner that's all the loot time we have good, good night, night. Go.